I'm reaching out to feel the infinite. I'm reaching out to know the divine. I'm reaching out to feel the infinite. Your forever is already mine. I'm already there. I'm already home. I'm already safe in my eternal soul. I'm already there. I'm already home. I'm already safe in my eternal soul. I'm going deep to feel the infinite. Welcome to the Center for Spiritual Living here in Santa Rosa, and thank you to Chris and Atreyu and Paul and Nick for waking us up with that beautiful music this morning. I'm Reverend Russ Legear. I am your assistant minister here at the Center, and I am thrilled to be here with you today. And also, I'm thrilled that you chose to be with us this morning. I know it's Super Bowl Sunday, but the game doesn't start till this afternoon. So thank you for being here with us. And live stream viewers, thank you too for joining us online. We're so grateful that you're choosing to be with us today. If you have questions about what's going on here at our center, we have a website, cslsr.org. What is that again? Great. And on that website, you will find a photo of an old-fashioned typewriter. And behind that link is our monthly bulletin that has all of the things that are happening here at our center. So if you're wanting to get plugged in and find out what's going on, and there is a lot going on here, uh, please click that and check it out. It's a very good resource. We also have a thriving youth and family program here for your newborns and your toddlers, your elementary and middle schoolers, and your teenagers. And our program is designed to help your children and your grandchildren get plugged into our spiritual community and to grow on their spiritual journey, whatever that looks like for them. And if you're wanting to find out what's going on with our youth program, you can send an email to youth at cslsr.org. Or you can, if you're here in person, you can talk to the fabulous Jennifer Caldwell, who's walking right down that aisle right there. I just put her on the spot. Um, and she's happy to tell you all that's going on with that. And I wanted to give a special shout out. Um, we just sent our teens to teen camp uh, for winter teen camp. And they had an amazing and transformative time. And they have an opportunity to go to teen summer camp, too. So keep your ears open because we're going to be talking a little bit more about some of the things they'll be doing to fundraise so that they can cover the cost of going to teen camp this summer. We're also 
quite passionate about spiritual education here at our center. In fact, that's one of the spiritual practices here. And so I invite you, if you haven't picked it up already, we have our Purple Education Catalog that lists all of the classes that are coming up um, for the next six months, all the way through June. And there's a lot of great stuff in there. You'll hear about it um, at the end of service today. And I'm also available after service, too, if you have any questions about education. All right, I invite you now to join me in speaking aloud our vision and our mission statement. The Center for Spiritual Living is a spiritual community that promotes global transformation through personal transformation. Our purpose is to awaken humanity to its spiritual magnificence. We are motivated by a compelling vision of a healthy, loving world, which, <laughs> which we call the global vision. This vision inspires us. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we are creating works for everyone. Yes, those slides changed <laughs> and nobody told me. It's okay. You did great. So we follow this vision through the five core spiritual practices of our teaching. And would you please read those out loud with me? Spiritual study, affirmative prayer, meditation, selfless service, and spiritual circulation. We would now like to extend a warm welcome to all of our first-time visitors. First-time visitors, please stand as you can or raise your hand and keep them up and remain standing. And we would like to bring you a flower and a welcome packet. We have someone over on the right there. It's got her hand up right there. So welcome. We're so glad to have you. And if it's your first time on our live stream to live streamers, we especially want to welcome you. Please let us know that you're here with us in the chat if it's your first time on our live stream. Now, I know that somewhere between the music, the meditation, the prayer, the practices, and Reverend Dr. Georgia Prescott's message today is exactly what you need to experience for the next step of your spiritual journey. Please know you are so very welcome here. Now, sit back and enjoy some music before our short time of silent contemplation and prayer. I feel my soul go deeper. 
my soul go deeper into my God. Right here, right now, right where I am, I pray. One, one life, one love. Nothing is outside of this. It is everywhere present, the infinity pool of peace. This reservoir is unending and is gifted by the Creator to its creation always. The joy of the sun on one's face, the whisper of the wind, in the trees, the laughter of a newborn baby, life expressing everywhere in the seen and unseen side of life. It is good, and it is right here, right now, unavoidable. I know I am one with it, as is everyone in this room, online, in the stadium in Las Vegas. We are one. And I bless this service today. Reverend Georgia, our wonderful band, the ushers, those folks making coffee, all who help to make this good and more good are blessed. And with a heart absolutely full of gratitude, I celebrate this by lifting it up and giving it to the one who hears it, receives it, and makes it so. And together we say, and so it is. Good morning. My name is Tamira Hume, and I'm a practitioner here at our wonderful center. Please, I invite you to read the affirmation with me. Change is challenging, but I can do hard things. Thank you. Thank you. 
I came to the fork in the river And I didn't know which way that I should go I had no map, no compass and no driver Precious little information to show It can be hard in this life to make decisions And it's an altogether common thing to fail But as I surveyed my current situation I decided to just go ahead and say There is no one way There is no foolproof plan No faithful final chance I just wake up each day And do the best I can And when I hear the music dance I confess I get confused quite often Sometimes I hardly ever get it right But I think life's about just facing fear and trying So I just point my little boat towards the light There is no one way, there is no foolproof plan No faithful final chance I just wake up each day and do the best I can And when I hear the music There is no one way, there is no foolproof plan, no faithful final chance. I just wake up each day and do the best I can, and when I hear the music dance, there is no one way, there is no foolproof plan, no faithful final chance. So wake up each It is my great pleasure today to introduce to you Reverend Dr. Georgia Prescott. Dr. Georgia Prescott recently retired as the founding and senior minister of the Center for Spiritual Awareness in Sacramento. And she was a founding member of the CSL Diversity Commission. That's a commission that I hold near and dear to my heart that I was serving on last year. And she was inducted into the Martin Luther King Board of Preachers at Morehouse College in Atlanta. She wrote the book, Victim to Victory, a spiritual, not religious, look at the 12 steps. Prior to ministry, Dr. Prescott served for 20 years as executive director of the Council on Aging in Sonoma County and started her spiritual journey right here in this very center. I invite you now to please give a warm welcome to the fabulous Dr. Georgia Prescott. Thank you, Russ. Well, it is great to be here. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Black History Month. Happy 49er Victory Day. It's just a great day. Yes, yes. You know, although I'm so grateful that I spent uh, 22 years in Sacramento with that beautiful spiritual community, this will always be my home. Always be my home. But you know, to be honest, I didn't come here to learn spiritual principles. 
that would enhance my life. I didn't even come here to feel the sweet embrace of the divine. I came here for the first time to feel the sweet embrace of somebody who was singing in the choir. I knew that person was going to be in the choir. I'd never heard of this church, but I ironed my flannel shirt up good, and I got my, my Levi's all nice and pressed, and I sat in the very front row at the Luther Burbank Center looking pious and reverent. I knew. I knew I was just going to be uh, good to go after this day. Unfortunately, Reverend Mary Murray Shelton came out, and before the choir came out, she welcomed the group just much like Russ did here. And what she said was, changed my life. She said, welcome. You are whole, perfect, and complete, just as you are, and just as you are not. I never heard anything like that in my whole life. Surely she couldn't be talking about me, but she said you. So I thought, well, you know, maybe she is talking about me. Her words touched something deep inside of me that I thought had been lost because of the sins of my past. But it brought all the way up. Now I tell you this story because it's a perfect example of today's talk. Where comfort ends, transformation begins. Discomfort is a mild way of putting what I felt that morning. But I knew that without a doubt, that discomfort was a beginning of a transformation for me. I was a sobbing mess. Not that ladylike sobbing that you get a little tear here, tear there. No, that full-out snot-running sobbing that was very unattractive. I never got the date. It was very unattractive that, that day. But one of the first things I did after that Sunday was to take classes. And one of the first things that I learned in those classes that I began to take was that you are never alone. The presence of the living God is with you all the time. You are not all of God, but God is all of you. And that's a powerful thing to learn for some of us who have had backgrounds where we never thought the divine would touch us again. You know, Our teaching is that you can't separate from the truth of who you are. You can lose your vision. You can lose your hearing. You can lose a limb. But you can never lose your spirit because you are part of the universal spirit that flows through everybody. And you have access to it all the time. Now, when I say you have access to the universal spirit, know that using the universal spirit in the easiest, softest way, is your choice. You need no intermediaries. You can access it all by yourself. You don't need Buddha. You don't need Jesus. You don't need Muhammad. You don't need Lao Tzu. You don't even need a minister, an imam, a rabbi. You don't need anybody. What you do need by access to the in the easiest, softest way that I mean is through prayer, meditation, and visioning. And if prayer, meditation, and visioning is all you need to live the life of beauty that God intended for us to live, that's great. Keep doing it. But most of us, for most of us, the voice of the creator, the universal spirit, That creator of good in our lives is heard through somebody else, somebody in a meat suit that is spirit in a meat suit. Your spiritual guides, they're your spiritual guides, and you have them, plenty of them, walking with you every single step of the way. There used to be, years ago, a tax commercial and the tax preparer would talking on the phone and then he would turn to the camera and he'd say, You've got people. And the truth is, you've got people. You've got people everywhere. Sometimes they look a lot, awful lot like your neighbor, your spouse, stranger in, a, in the library, somebody in your recovery room, your doctor, maybe your adult kids, your mortgage broker, your cellmate. You never know where they're from. Your office mate. 
That's what they look like in the flesh. But their spirit is the spirit of God within them, and you are never alone. God is always with you. Now, we know that the way God works is not always by making you feel comfortable. The way universal works, universe works when your spirit and your soul, your spirit and your soul are ready for a growth spurt, when you get ready to be closer to who you are, which is simply God in form, something inside of you, a still small voice that you can call God, the universal spirit, Allah, Elohim, the sacred grandmother tree, that still small voice is whispering to you, it's time for you to change. Now, this may be a conversation your spirit is having with another spirit and your mind is left out of it. I did not hear my spirit saying with my mind that it was time for me to go to ministerial school. Nothing could have been further from my mind. But it was something that kept coming up and kept coming up and kept coming up and I couldn't ignore it. The presence of the, of the living God with you always speaks success language. And sometimes our mind has a filter on it. We put that filter on it to protect ourselves. And that filter can make it difficult for us to hear the voice of the universal spirit. A way our founder, Ernest Holmes, might say it is this. Your individual spirit is talking to the great spirit. Universal spirit. Do you remember the game, Mother May I? Now, look, I'm not saying that your life is a game. I'm not saying that God is a player. No emails. I understand that we're just using this as a, a way to think about this. Mother, may I? Great mother, may I? Great mother, may I get some help stop, to stop gossiping? Sure, of course you can. Absolutely. But if it takes too long for you to get it into your conscious mind, into your intention setting, into your planning, then I may have to get some help. And it may not be too much fun. Thankfully, you're never alone. There is somebody in your circle who's ready to help if you need to stop gossiping. Mother, may I get some help stop, to stop sticking my head in the sand about my hurt feelings toward my spouse? Sure, of course, absolutely. But if you take too long to get this desire for connection, for wholeness, for your own self-esteem, if you take too long, I may have to turn the heat up in your, for your discomfort. I may have to bring in the camel and the straw if you take too long. Mother, may I shake this need I have for drama in my life, causing me and everybody around me so much pain. Spirit knows that you can't grow into your expression of who you want to be, of God in form, until you get the drama away from your life. So great mother says, yeah, sure, I'll help you with your drama. Absolutely. But if you can't move that desire that you're speaking right now to get rid of that dra drama from your subconscious mind to your conscious mind and set it into intention and then maybe into affirmation. If it takes too long to do that, I'm going to have to get some help. I will get your attention through more broken relationships, fires in your attic, getting your car repossessed, getting your kid in trouble. I'll be happy to help. So those of you who are familiar with, and it's hard not to be, even if you didn't grow up in a, in a synagogue or a church, it's hard not to know the story of Jonah and the whale. You remember Jonah and the whale? I believe that Jonah's still small voice, they call it God in the Bible. I think it was that universal spirit that was trying to get his attention to say, okay, Jonah, it's time your spirit and your soul have come together. It's time for a growth spirit. We want you to grow now. So I want you to go to Nineveh and help the people out there. That's how you can grow. But like many of us, he had a lot of excuses. No, I can't do that. I don't want to do that. I'm not capable of doing that. 
I'm going to take a geographic, Jonah says. Those of you in recovery, you know what a geographic is. We think that our life is going to be better if we go somewhere else, but everywhere we go, there we are. And that's what happened to Jonah. He says, okay, I'm going to, get a, get a, I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm going to get on a boat and go somewhere. Far away from Nineveh. And he did. But then a great storm came up. And God had put some friends, some helpers, some spiritual guides on the boat with him. And what they did was dramatic. And that's, that drama happens in our life a lot when we don't listen. We get a dramatic response, a consequence, a discomfort. And the discomfort was they tossed him off the boat and he went into the belly of a whale for three days. Now, when I tell people that story, they thought, oh, my God, he was in there for three days in the dark. Listen, I've been in the dark for months, sometimes years about certain subjects. But eventually, Jonah got it and the whales spit him up right on the sands of Nineveh. Why? Because he was ready. He was ready for that growth spurt in his life. Well, you know, here's the thing. Our spirit guides can either help us through discomfort or they can help us through comfort. Because Ernest Holmes says, look, it's a choice. You can learn through hard things, and I seem to be very good at that, or you can learn an easier, softer way. And so he wrote these essays in Living the Science of Mind. And those of you who have been here for a while, and those of you at home, you know that this book is fabulous. It's not as dense as the Science of Mind text, and it talks about specific things that are in our life. They're universal. This is an old book. But for those of us living in today's world, this book can help. So right on, uh, he wrote a, a chapter called Spiritual Chain Reaction. How to create a spiritual chain reaction. No one lives entirely by himself, he writes. We are all individual parts of humanity. And whether or not we realize it, each is influencing those around him. And each in his turn is being influenced by others. No doubt the thoughts and opinions and actions of the whole world finally are based on what everyone thinks and believes. I believe that we all have a desire to positively influence each other. And especially people who come to a community like this, where there is very few opportunities for us to legitimately and authentically say there's a them and there's an us. Because we know that we're all one, acting out all of the aspects of that oneness. If we want to create a true spiritual chain reaction, we could end the war in Gaza, in Israel, in the Ukraine. We could end racism. We could end homophobia. We could end a marriage that's in trouble right now. We could end homelessness. But to do that, we're going to have to do some things. Because we're a practical religion. It does us no good to learn about these spiritual principles if we don't put them into practice in our life. Now, I'm going to look at three things this morning that we can do. There are tons more, but I'm going to look at three. One is that understand all change has to start with you. Turn to your neighbor and say, she's talking to you. Before you pick up one anti-war sign, before you attend one peace rally, look at your own inner landscape. Are you full of resentments? Or do you have even one little resentment? Are you have judgments? Are you spending time rehashing conversations? Stay home from the rally and clean them up. If there was even one person in your life with whom you are estranged, call them. Call them today. Call them before kickoff. Call them and just say, you know what? I'm not sure how we can move forward, but I don't want to be estranged from you anymore. 
You don't even have to say you're sorry about something. You don't even have to bring up the whole whatever happened. Because half the time we can't even remember exactly what it was that happened. But pick up the phone and just say, I don't know how to end this estrangement. But I feel like I want to. Now look, you can say, yeah, 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 yeah. Do it. It will change how you feel about yourself. And when you change how you feel about yourself, you automatically change how you feel about others. Is there a place for peace placards and rallies? I attend them all the time. But if you want real peace, everlasting peace, that peace that's beyond understanding, you will only find it in the field that the Persian poet Rumi talks about. That field beyond right and wrong. That field beyond right and wrong is never meant to be experienced by yourself. It's always meant to be experienced with others, in community, in dyads, in families. Peace is an energy, and, it, and to release it and to bless it, we have to get into it. You can start a spiritual chain reaction by cleaning up any internal landscape that's anxiety-producing for you. The second one is develop the gift of saying goodbye. Develop the gift to say goodbye. If someone doesn't want to be around you, just say goodbye to them. Remember, this is a spiritual chain reaction. We're allowing our spirit to touch the spirit of somebody else. You can't own somebody else. You can't own their spirit. And when you try to hold on to somebody else's spirit, you fail always, every time. When we try, we break the spiritual chain reaction. And I'm not just talking about primary relationships. But I'm talking about relationships, maybe of your young adult kids, your friends, jobs. Develop the spiritual practice of saying goodbye. If it's their decision to walk away from you, move on. Much as you might try, it's never going to work to say come back here in all the variations you and I have tried. Ordering the person, threatening the person, making the person jealous. All good temporary fixes, but they're not going to last. If your spirit is going in another a direction, it's only temporary. Some of us are trying to change. Change them and get them to stay. Now, saying goodbye is not easy. I had to learn that in recovery. Saying goodbye to my drinking buddies was painful. I wanted them to come with me. But I eventually had to say, our spirits are going in different directions. I've had to learn that in my church. It's painful, but I finally got it. I get to honor their spirit by gently saying goodbye to them instead of trying to make them stay, make them change, or make myself sick by making myself do the impossible thing of trying to make my spirit change or to give them food that no longer nourishes them. Let's remember that spiritual practices are not just prayer and meditation Saying goodbye to people and situations that need to leave is a powerful spiritual practice. The last one, number three, is remember what we teach here. It's all God and it's all good. Now, when we say it's all God and it's all good, clearly we're not saying it's all God and it's all happy because it's not happy. Sometimes discomfort makes way for transformation. And discomfort is not a happy place to be, but it is a good place to be. It's all God, and it's all good. So I'm going to ask you as I close up to recommit to a spiritual practice that I try to remind myself twice a year. And it's this. Starting today, 21 days of consecutive no complaining. 21 consecutive days of no complaining. Now, consecutive means this. Day three, somebody says something mean to you, and all of a sudden you're calling your posse. Do you know what she said now? No. 21 days, absolutely 
know. And sometimes it, it's taken me a month. Sometimes it's taken me two months to reach 21 days. But at the end of 21 days, I started a spiritual chain reaction. You'll enliven your own spirit. Now, here's the thing. Every time somebody says something that makes you want to complain, I'm going to give you a phrase that will help you. And that phrase is this. God, that's great. You just got laid off. God, that's great. Your kid slams the front door. God, that's great. Whatever it is that's happening to you, if you can try and put that phrase into your heart and mind and your mouth, things get a lot easier. Discomfort is the way to transformation. It's a fabulous way to do it. It's not the easiest way. But it's a way that we have the tools and the community and the practitioners and the ministers to help us through. God bless you. Can we share some more love with Dr. Georgia, please? Thank you, Dr. Georgia, for that. So now is the time of our service where we enter into one of those spiritual practices that you heard in the opening of the service, spiritual circulation. And we just completed our spiritual circulation class, which was our gift to you, everyone who filled out a giving intention card, which by the way, if you haven't, you can still fill that out for 2024. And we really appreciate those because they help us to plan for the rest of our year. There are a number of ways that you can uh, share your financial good if you so choose here at our center. The first is our online giving at cslsr.org forward slash donate. Um, we also have text to give, and we'll leave that number up there for you if you want to write it down. Um, I use that myself, and it's very fast and easy. I can literally put in, you know, $1, $1 million, and it does it magically automatically, and it takes five seconds to do it. I love it. Um, so I hope you'll try that out as well. A lot of people like to mail us a check, and we have our address at the info desk and on our website, um, and we will be passing the baskets here as well today. Before we do, though, I'd like to invite you into our offering ritual. So I invite you to, if it feels comfortable, close your eyes or soften your gaze, and Allow your awareness and attention to lower down into your heart space, listening to that spirit within, and see if you can tune in to the unconditional love that it has for you and that it has for everything in this world and beyond. And imagine that that love is growing and expanding so that it fills this entire room, so that it moves so far beyond the walls of this center. And as you tune into that love, I invite you to repeat after me. I bless my gifts. I send them forth to heal and prosper. They do wonderful work in the world. Ushers, please receive the gift. Everything changes and I can change too Used to be when things got crazy I get to feeling alone But I found that I can't let that face me Honey, now I know 
when everything changes I can change anything Turning the pages Everything's new If life's little stages Are teaching me anything It's everything changes And I can change too Who expects The unexpected By sneaking up on you And sometimes When I'll feel Disconnected What you gonna do When everything changes I can change anything Turning the pages Everything's new If life's little stages Are teaching me anything It's everything changes And I can change too Who's to say Why it stages are teaching me anything it's everything changes and i can change everything changes i can change anything turning the pages everything's new if life's little stages are teaching me anything it's everything changes and i can change too everything changes and i can change too everything changes Don't know my own strength. Okay. Thank you for all of the gifts that you share with us. We're so grateful for that. Now, there's quite a lot going on here at our center, and I'd like to tell you about some of it. And the first thing that's coming up that we are so excited about is sharing our books. We have an event coming up on this coming Sunday, February 18th, that's going to be in the social hall between our two services, so from 10 a.m. until 11 a.m., where you can bring your used books that you are done with, you've read them 20 times, and now it's time to give the joy of that book to someone else, and you can share that with your friends here at the center. And I can tell you, we already have a room that is full of books. So if you're looking for books, we've got them, many of them. They keep multiplying. So I hope you will come and join us for that and take advantage of all of the uh, many genres that have been shared with us because there are a lot of spiritual books, yes, and there's a whole bunch of nonfiction books and fiction books. We've got fantasy and science fiction and um, literature, all kinds of wonderful things there for you. So I really hope you will join us for that. And by the way, everything that you take on that Sunday is free. So don't let that whole, and if you don't have a book to give, that's okay too. You can come and take as many books as you like. Also, Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and today, between this service and the next service, so in just a few minutes, we are going to make sweet Valentines for our youth to let them know how much we love them, how much we appreciate them, and to let them know that they're pretty amazing. So um, we'll be doing that right out in the social hall if you'd like to join us for that. And then um, this Wednesday, February 14th, on Valentine's Day, I'm delighted to let you know that our friend Karen Drucker is going to be back to share with us, yes, uh, to share with us a sweet, uh, we call it a Taze concert. And what that means is that it's music, but also with spiritual practice and poetry and spoken word. And that's going to be a rich and brilliant experience. I love Karen so much, and we love her here, and we're really grateful to have her. So you can join us this Wednesday at 7 p.m. if you'd like that, and we'll be right here in the sanctuary to spend some time with Karen. Now, did you know that community, it turns out, is a spiritual practice? Hmm. 
Would you like to learn how you can take this experience of spiritual community maybe a little bit deeper? If so, you can join Reverend Joyce DeFala starting on Saturday, February 24th, here at the center for her class, Lifting Each Other Up, Spiritual Community as Spiritual Practice. You'll learn about the Buddhist concept of spiritual community and how it is, it is synonymous with the enlightened, awakened mind. Ooh, and that's going to be a deep spiritual practice. So you can sign up on our website by clicking on the photo of the people helping each other up a mountain. And then this next one is very near and dear to my heart. Oh, have you ever taken a really good look at your mind and wondered what on earth is going on up there? <laughs> have you ever wished that maybe you had a map to follow your mind in all of the places that it wants to take you? Do you maybe find yourself wanting more ease and flow and joy in your life? Well... If you do, I invite you to join me starting on Monday, February 26th at 6 p.m., where I'm going to guide us in creating a map of all of the various parts of our mind so that we might find that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow of our being, that wise inner spirit. This class is called spiritual cartography, and I use that word cartography because that is a practice of map making. And I know from making my own map of my mind, as, and it continues to evolve, by the way, I have found a depth of spirit that I did not know was there, and it has transformed my life, and I know that it will transform your life too. So I hope you'll come and play with me for the next five weeks in this class. It's going to be a lot of fun. It'll be right here at the center. And if you'd like to sign up, you can sign up now by clicking on the photo of the Lego man holding a map on our website. And then on Sunday, March 3rd at 1 p.m., Dr. Edward is going to be leading us in his Setting Intentions workshop. And do you sometimes feel like maybe your day-to-day -day is on autopilot and you wonder how you might be able to live a more intentional and fruitful life? Well, if that's you, then you can sign up for Dr. Edward's workshop by clicking on the photo of the hands holding light on our website. Trust me, it'll make sense when you look at it. <laughs> and then on that following Tuesday on March 5th, practitioner Christine Ruddy is going to be kicking off our Roots of the Science of Mind class on Zoom. And she is one of our new distance practitioners. And you'll actually get to hear from her about this class next week. So just a brief overview of this class is it's an exploration of the three main teachers who influenced our founder, Ernest Holmes. And it's not just reading those teachers, but also engaging in spiritual practices that are aligned with what they teach. And it's a really, really great class. So you can sign up for that class by clicking on the photo of the roots on the tree on our website. And then, so that's all of our classes for now, but we've got more coming. But I did want to let you know that we're excited to share that our small groups here at the center are growing, and we call them Circles for Spiritual Connection. And they meet for eight weeks at a time, so don't worry, you don't have to commit for the rest of your life. You can try it out for eight weeks and see if it's for you. And for us to lead those groups, we need facilitators and we need hosts. So we're looking for those who might be interested in facilitating, which is really guiding the group through discussion questions and just being together in community, as well as hosts who might be willing to offer their home um, for a place to meet. And we're going to be offering training for this. And that training is actually coming up this coming Sunday, February 18th at 1230 after our second service. So if being a facilitator or a host is interesting to you, um, please go on to our website and indicate your interest. And please try to do so by Wednesday so that we can reach out to everyone and we'll know who is coming. And we're really excited that we're helping those uh, groups to grow because 
I can tell you when I started my um, my journey, my spiritual journey, one of the main things that I was looking for was spiritual community in a small group. And it's what carried me through some really turbulent times in my life. So I hope you'll take advantage of that as well. Now, finally, I'd like to close out our announcements with um, Dr. Georgia Prescott, who has um, an invitation for her workshop that's happening at one today. The workshop today is called Just Say No, Hell No to Graceful Aging. And the, 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 really the focus of the workshop is not about external ageism. It's not trying to make ourselves younger. It's to look at what internal ageism we might have bought into. What kind of ideas, what kind of... Um, messages are we getting about being an older adult that we might have, as we fall asleep to this, let inside of us and begin to determine how we live our lives. So I'm going to, mostly it's going to be self-exploration. I've got uh, the Women's Spirit Committee has reorganized ourselves, and so many of them are going to come back and help facilitate some small group work that we'll be doing uh, in the workshop but it's, um, it's going to be fun. I hope you'll be here. Now, I know it's Super Bowl Sunday, and I am also a big 49er fan. So I am going to promise, kickoff's not till 3.30. I'm going to promise that you will be out of here by 2.45 so you have time to get your little you know, nachos organized and get home and get in front of the TV. So uh, I hope that if you are an older adult at whatever age that you are, that you will come and, uh, and join me. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Georgia. And uh, now we have a special invitation from our friend Wayne Stanfeld about the AIDS life cycle. Greetings. The wonderful Center for Spiritual Living Santa Rosa is continuing to support an AIDS life cycle bicycling team, which is starting to train for this year's event, which goes from the San Francisco Cal Palace to Southern California's Santa Monica Beach from June 2nd through June 8th. The AIDS Life Cycle is a beautiful, wonderfully supported event in support of the San Francisco AIDS Foundation and the Southern California or Los Angeles LGBTQ Center. If you're a bicyclist, we are enthusiastically seeking additional riders to train with us or participate. If you're not a bicyclist, There are still many ways to support the cause. For instance, you can be a roadie and help with camp breakdown and setup, uh, transportation, road safety, food preparation, bicycle repair, and many, many other ways. If interested, talk to Linda Hand at the info desk or send an email to info at cslsr.org. Thank you for considering supporting this beautiful and worthwhile cause for the common good. Thank you, Wayne. I hope that you will help support the AIDS life cycle. And they they will be having another bake sale this month towards the end of the month, too. And that's another way that you can support them. So it is time for us to close out our service. But before we do, if there's anything that's challenging going on in your life, if you find yourself in relationship with that divine discomfort right now and you'd like to have somebody help you with that, I invite you to take advantage of our after-service prayer. Um, We have um, after-service prayer here in the sanctuary. You can go over to the white desk in the corner there, and one of our practitioners will guide you over to another practitioner who will pray for whatever your heart desires. We also have um, Zoom prayer that if you're watching us online, you can take advantage of that after this service. So I hope you'll take advantage of that. I know our practitioners love, love, love praying with you. Okay, so if you're able and willing, I invite you to stand and repeat after me. Something wonderful is happening through me right now. It is this thing called life. Life is in my mind. Life is in my body. Life is in my affairs. I think it, I feel it, and I accept it. 
just the way that it is in just the way that it is not. Thank you, life. Please know with me that you are never alone. That spirit is right where you are, that you have only to look within at any moment to know that you're guided, sustained, and inspired by a presence that expresses itself as you in this world. In deepest gratitude, let us live our lives accordingly so that in everything that we do and say and think, we honor this divine presence within. And so it is. Have a wonderful week and enjoy the closing music. I release and I let go. I live the spirit from my life. And my heart is open wide. Yes, I'm only here for God. No more struggle, no more strife. With my faith, I see the light. I am free in the spirit. Yes, I'm only. I'm only here for God.